Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. I do want to welcome our online viewers, those that are watching online, perhaps you're listening on the podcast, Hope Covenant, would you put your hands together for our online viewers and those that are listening on the podcast, it's a joy to have you with us, and we say this every week, if you're ever in the Charlotte area, stop by, we'll make you feel right at home, won't we, Hope Covenant? Listen, let's command our spirits and our ears to attention this morning. Let's welcome the Lord. Let's invite him. And I'm really praying that you leave motivated, filled with hope, filled with conviction for the things of God and what his scripture and his word says. How many of you know you'll never receive a prophetic word that contradicts scripture? You need to understand the word of God is is what we base everything off of, including prophetic words. And if it doesn't line up, there's something that's amiss. And right now, we're having a lot of things that are being released, even prophetic words by very mature seasoned people who are off track. And we've got to be careful with that. The Bible says in the last days, that's going to happen. And I want you to know you came to a doctrinally sound church because we stick by the Bible. I leave my opinions to the best of my ability out of these messages because don't I don't need them you don't need them nobody needs them and I really am praying that you would hear the voice of Holy Spirit that you would hear the Lord Holy Spirit is the one who communicates heaven down here on earth and so father we do this let's stand to our feet this morning out of reverence for the Lord if you're just tired of that just get over it and father we welcome your spirit we welcome your presence and we ask you Lord to speak to us this morning we believe we came a divine appointment. We're hungry for your direction. We're hungry for your correction where it's needed. We're, we're hungry for more of you. We desperately need renewal. We desperately need awakening. We desperately need revival. We desperately need something that's greater than us. And so, Father, we declare you King of kings and Lord of lords and chief over all in this place this morning. We ask you to speak to us. We ask you to change our lives. Shake everything that can be shaken this morning in the name of Jesus. Would you shout amen if you believe that? Yeah. I want you to really tune in. If you'll give me 30 minutes, I promise you, this will be some of the best 30 minutes of your week because we serve a very real God who's in the room, who sees every situation and everything that you're dealing with. He sees the moment that you're in and believe it or not, it's ordained. You go, I don't feel like this moment is ordained. It's ordained. There's a, there's, a, there's a crushing that happens sometimes to our will where we learn the will of the Father in those moments and they're very divine and they are very horrible many times and they're very wonderful. Some of you, it's, it's kind of like if you know, you know. <laughs> one of those popular phrases with our generation. There's one verse that I'm probably going to set this message, this series up with this morning from 2 Chronicles, verse 15, uh, sorry, chapter 15, verse 7. This verse has been rocking me all week, and I believe I'm probably going to speak off of just this verse today. 
and then give you some prophetic direction and set this up with what God's saying right now about this moment in, in the last days, we're going to have to be loaded up with faith so that we could carry out the purpose of why we're here in this moment, because it is ordained in this time that you are here in this time. You are here for such a time as this. You are here divinely appointed by God. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse seven. But as for you, be strong. Everybody say, be strong. And do not give up for your work will be rewarded. This verse is so prophetic because some of you are wondering where the reward is in this moment. The reward comes in the, in the divine moment that God wants it to. It comes when there's submission to his lordship of what he's trying to work in you. We're obsessed with now and God is obsessed with now too, but our now and his now many times are totally different nows. And we want to see what we don't see a lot of times. Well, probably all the time if you're like me. You just want it now. But believe it or not, we serve a God of now or later. Which is, by, by, by the way, it's candy. It's terrible. Dentists love them. I, I should have had now and laters for everybody walking in. That would have been awesome marketing for the message. Some of you are looking at what looks like a mountain or looks like a roadblock or looks like a no, and it probably is a no if it looks like a no. Listen, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. But that no is a divine no to save you from what could kill you if it were a yes in the wrong time. It would be a train wreck. It would derail you. We're seeing derailments all over the place right now. It would derail your purpose if God released us too soon or too quick. This church is in a moment, Hope Covenant Church, and I'm talking about us as an organization, us as a body of believers. We're in a moment that's divinely appointed of God where he's pouring a foundation so that when times get tough, we can stand strong. It's the foundation of the struggles and the moments that we don't like that keep us strong. We can't, we can't, we, listen, a structure that's on sandy ground in a storm will crumble. We got some beach people here that get that. But when it's built on the solid rock, Christ Jesus, we can stand. I want to read this verse again. Second Chronicles 15, 7. But as for you, and I want to say this, for you, be strong. Do not give up. Persevere. Paul talked about it. For your work will be rewarded. Faith is a stretching moment when faith is believing for things that we don't see. And oftentimes we were taught that faith, the opposite of it is fear. I've said this many times that the opposite of faith is actually it's sight. Because when you don't see it, you need faith. When you do see it. You don't need faith because you see it. It's right there. God is ordaining. He's putting things together. This is a word for some of you. And the thing that you're believing for and the thing that you want, it's already here. It's just a matter of his timing. It's already set up. 
It's already orchestrated. The arrangement, as we would say musically, is already laid out. God's not confused. God's not, he's not worried. He doesn't have needs. We do. He has desires. And he's desiring that we would trust him and submit to the process of what he's doing. And it's oftentimes what he's doing in us, not what he's doing with us. But when you're a doer and you're an achiever, you struggle when he's doing something in you. You just want to see it, but you can't offer what you don't have. So he's got to do it in you so he could do it with you. This is a do it in you moment. And let your faith rise that as you submit to that process, the more you submit is the more he will work through you. The more he will work through you. Also, there is a lie of the enemy as to what the no is. There's a lie oftentimes that we believe when we don't see what we want right now. And God goes, now looks different than what you think now looks like. But, but are you asking the Lord, Lord, what does now look like? What are you trying to do? Are you asking God for revelation as to the now? Because when you do that, it honors him. Because what you're saying is, I, I am asking you by faith to show me what does now look like. I'm slowing down in the moment. I told you guys last week, I think I mentioned it, that having a baby, one of the things that I'm learning is I've been a go guy all the time. I just I go, 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 go. And babies make you slow down and live in the moment. When we will slow down and live in the moment and ask God what the process looks like in the moment and stop just go, 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 go. It's amazing what revelation you will get that's actually a direction change that you needed to be ordained by God. The brakes being put on that thing so you could really hear what was probably, again, I've said this before, a catapult. You pull it backwards before it goes forwards. But when it goes forward, my God, it launches. I'm saying this to many of you that are looking at at businesses that look like they're failing, that are in the red. And I know I'm speaking to many of you today, not even because I know, but the Lord told me on the way. This church, for example, has been in that place. We have been in the red for a long time. And I have been like, God, where are you? And the Lord has been talking to me about this process of what he's trying to show me. And there's innovation and creativity that comes from tough times. The best songs that are written that you've heard that have gone the furthest, that have gone platinum, triple platinum, are songs that were written in moments of crushing. Creativity is brewed in moments of crushing. Some of you need to write that down in your notes creativity is stirred up creativity is fostered in the nose why because you have to pause and reflect in those moments you can't do it's like the gate is still closed but you're the horse chomping at the bit waiting for that thing to open but what faith looks like is that closed gate god i trust you for it and i'm gonna rest in it Why is rest so important? Because Isaiah says, they that wait on the Lord, that's where the renewal is. I just told our our team this morning, I don't owe you guys a dollar. I didn't say staff. We're using the word team here. We're not a staff, we're a team. And I told the team this morning, I said, I said, guys, there's a renewal coming to this church. There's a renewal coming. 
Um, something really random happened to Liz and I personally. I haven't even shared this with Liz yet, so she's hearing it for the first time. But I logged into our bank account, and there was a deposit that was made that I didn't make. And I went, what in the world is this? And why is this money here? What happened? So I called Wells Fargo, which is unfortunately my current bank. We're shifting that. And I said, what, what happened here? And, and they said, uh, we don't know. There was a deposit that was made, and it, it shows that you made it. I said, I didn't make that deposit. I didn't do that. And I said, to Lee, I said you, you might want to reverse that because I don't want to get used to these funds. And then all of a sudden they disappear. She goes, that can't happen. That deposit was there, and I have no idea where it came from. How many of you know that kind of stuff can happen supernaturally? You go, I don't know that I buy that. Well, you know what? Maybe you need to stir up your faith because maybe God is waiting for you to buy that so he can do that. Yeah. Can I tell you that you need to raise your anticipation, your anticipation and expectation that what you think can't happen can happen? And sometimes what we think is an accident is very deliberate on God's part. I'm going to read this. No matter what current season you're in, this is what God says about you. Do you know that you can't possibly do everything that God's called you to do until you know who you are in him? Your identity has got to be established in the Lord. The word of God says that I am blessed and highly favored. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm, this is out of the Passion Translation, has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father, the father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all, everybody say all, of our hearts, which is why I asked you when we were doing tithe, does he have all of your heart? It matters. It's worship 101. It's worship 101. Worship is not a song. Worship is a lifestyle. Are you living a lifestyle of generosity? Are you living a lifestyle of meeting the needs of others? Because that's where your needs are met when you sow, you reap. Let me read that out of the NIV. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I want to say this to those of you that are hyperventilating at what things look like right now. Stop. That's fear. And rebuke the hyperventilating. Stop it. Take authority. Take your thoughts captive to the obedience of Jesus. And thank you for the victory that's already yours. And give God a shout of praise right now because I'm telling you it's yours. I'm telling you it's yours. doesn't matter what your bank account says. You can call Wells Fargo. They don't know where it came from, but it's there. Start expecting those things. No matter what current season you're in, this is what God says about you. He says you're a child of God and he loves you. We've talked about this for several weeks, but it's important that we understand that he loves us and he sees us. He's not overlooked the situation we're going through. He's not hanging you out to dry. So we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard about this life giver so that we may share and enjoy this life together. For truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his son, Jesus, the anointed one. I want to encourage you to start talking to the Lord and fellowshipping with God and hanging out with God because that is where your worry is dismissed. Perfect love casts out all fear. 
Start hanging out with Jesus and get rid of that fear, baby. You're in your car with your coffee, looking at a situation that your business is dealing with. Turn the phone off and say, Lord, I thank you that you are here. Let's start talking because I need this fear and anxiety to get out of here. <laughs> Have anybody been there? Man, we got to know who we are. You're a child of the king. He doesn't have financial issues. By the way, when it comes to tithe, God doesn't need your money. Tithing's not for him. It's for you to establish a discipline so that you can reap a harvest. Did you know that? Some truth. There's some good theology right there. Chew on that, Selah. Number three, no matter what the current season you're in, this is what God says about you. He brings an end to my darkness. There's an end date to this challenge. There's an end date to this struggle. Well, I want it now. There's an end date. God has an ordination. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Hebrews 10, verse 23 in the Passion. So now wrap your heart tightly around the hope. Love that word. That lives within us knowing that God always keeps his promises. We went through a message just a couple weeks ago. You could go on the podcast and listen to it about the promises of God. And they're, they're facts. They're not opinions. They're not maybes. They're not this might happen. They're definites. They're definitives. They're promises. He's given us a promise. He's given us a hope. Your future's so bright, you're going to need sunglasses. That's so bad. My dad stuff is kicking in. Out of the NIV, let us hold unswervingly. I love that word, unswervingly. Unswervingly. Be sober-minded. You know when you're swervingly, you're not sober. Anybody see anybody on the road that's swervingly? <laughs> Be unswervingly. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. He's not a drunk God. He's a sober God unswerving with his promises that are yes and amen. Oh, I thank God for that. I feel the Lord right now. Oh man, I, if I told you even the physical challenges that I'm having, some, some people have been telling me this, even the physical challenges from stress and anxiety, and I, I, I just don't know what to do. Do you know when you don't know what to do, that is a great place. That is where God is trying to get so many of you to where you don't know what to do. Because he knows what to do, and he knows better than you. Because he's God and you're not. Word of knowledge for every person here. He's not sitting there going, what do I do? He's sitting there going, when I'm waiting for my church to not know what to do. You know, the band, we had a, a song that was scheduled as the last song today, and the Lord changed it. I mean, I just felt like we had a direction change. And we've, it was prophetic, because it's the message today. Like, that's, we've got to be open to, Lord, I don't know what to do. I'm always looking for a moment in church where we, I want to get lost in his presence to where I don't know what to do. I just know I want God. Yeah. And I'm like the kid in the lunchroom that if you're not going to eat that, I'll eat that for you. Like, I want everything. You got fruit snacks? Give them on over, you know? I'm here for it. Somebody said amen right there. No matter what season that you're in, God says this. I am chosen on purpose for a purpose. 
Jesus said in John 15, 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. By the way, the last thing comes when you've gone through perseverance, when you've been tested. That's why there's wisdom that comes with age, because with age, you've been through some things. You've been through the crushing. You've been through the pressing. You've come out. Find somebody that's been through the season that you're in right now and cling on to them and ask them, how do I handle this moment? There's wisdom in that. Fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give it to you. Whatever you ask in my name. Let me explain what that means. Lord, according to your will, whatever it may be, do it. I want your will. I don't want you to give me my will. See, that's what faith looks like. I want this, but maybe you want this. Just, Lord, this process, I don't understand what's in front of me. I don't know whether you want me to go left or right, but I'm just going to keep going, and I'm going to cling on to the last thing you said for dear life, and I'm just, here we go. Lord, whatever this roller coaster looks like, I, whatever, God, I just want, I just want whatever, whatever I'm asking, I want it in your name. I want, I want to ask you to show me what you want in this moment. That's walking by faith. I might be confused, but Lord, you're not confused. I ask in your name, by your name, I want your ordination. My will, it ain't working out. It's a disaster. Out of the Passion Translation, you didn't choose me, but I've chosen and commissioned. I love that word, commissioned. Commissioned you to go into the world to bear fruit. And your fruit will last because whatever you ask of my father for my sake, whatever the will of the Lord is for my sake, he will give it to you. And I want to say this, that many of you, the thing that you're asking God for that you're not seeing breakthrough for is because it's not God's sake. It's not what God wants. And you're kicking and screaming like a baby that's getting his diaper put on. And you're prolonging the process. Go, how do you know? Oh, because I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Why are there tears in my eyes? Because I'm broken. I'm broken. And there's only one person that can fix me. It's by his name. That is above all names. It's his will that is above all wills. And this moment is about submission to the will of the Father. Are we going to pass the test or are we going to have that round the mountain experience? Are we going to complain or are we going to praise? Because complaining keeps you in a wilderness season. Praise gets you out. Oh man, some of you need to hitch your praise to the back of the pickup truck of God and say, all right, drag me. Just do it. Whatever. I give up. I'm done. I'm exhausted. I can't do this anymore. And he's going to go, perfect. I love that. See, our, I, I can't do this anymore is aroma. It's an aroma. It's an incense. And he goes, oh, they need me. I love this. Which is why so many Christians flourish in tough seasons, but the minute they thrive, it's like, oh, we don't need God. And then we wonder why we go through all these turbulence. Well, smooth flying doesn't work for you because you dismiss the principles of God. 
when there's smooth sailing. Man, whoa, what's going on? Oh, he's trying to get you back on track. He's trying to fix that derailed train and put it on his track. He's trying to get you to see what he sees. You know, I don't like this message. Neither do I. I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot me. No matter what season you're in, this is what God says about you. You're going somewhere. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm going somewhere. Let me define for you what that means. In Psalms 37 verses 23 and 24, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. Those that are submitted. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, some of y'all need to get rid of the guilt and, 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 and the, the thing that you're dealing with over, did I jack it up? Oh, he'll put you back on track. Stop worrying about that. Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. Do you know how many times I have felt like I jacked up my destiny? And I've fallen and I've gone, Lord, what's going on here? He's going, oh, babe, I'm just putting you where I wanted you. That's, that's all that is. And I'm going, Lord, I messed it up. I thought I belonged here. And he goes, no, you didn't. But my heart was here, but my heart wasn't here. Is where you are where God's heart is? And are you doing what he says to do when he says to do it? Or is he trying to put his foot in the small of your back? Because you need that in order to actually listen. Oh, man, I've been there. I'm like, this is my season. No, it's not. The Lord will do that stuff because he loves us. He's not mean mugging. He's not hating. It's his kindness that leads us. You're going somewhere. No matter what season you're in, this is what God says. I'm going to do something big with my life for Jesus Christ. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Get off your own understanding. Seek his will in everything that you do, and he will show you which path to take. Woo, that's so good. Some of you are going, I'm looking at like three paths right now. There's only one. Lord, what path do you want me to take? Can I ask you, are you asking the Lord about your path every day? Are you seeking God for your, are you path seeking? Like, Lord, this is a disaster. This is what you want. Now show me. Some of you are, are I, I sense this, and I'm going to speak this out because the Lord's showing me this, that some of you, you're delaying what God has shown you and you're on the wrong path, but he's going he's gonna to put you on track. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Don't lean on your own understanding. Man, that gets you in trouble. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. I'll read it out of the Passion Translation. Trust in the Lord completely, 100%. And do not rely on your own opinions. I love that word. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him, because that's where the revelation is. I'm just adding that. In whatever you do. And he will lead you wherever you go. God is a God of purpose. Nothing that God does is by accident. Faith is seeing beyond our limitations, and it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. Faith initiates the supernatural power of God. Did you know that? 
Faith initiates the supernatural power of God. When you start to rise up by faith, he goes, oh, I can, I can. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. I see that brokenness. Why? He resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And there's a direct correlation between brokenness and humility. And faith leads to purpose. Did you know you can't, you can't fully fulfill your purpose without faith? You can't do it. You can't do it. Some of you have put everything on the line, and I'm going to pause right here. I'm done. You've put everything on the line. You've given everything that you possibly have and more. And gone, Lord, did I go in the, right, in the wrong direction? Did I go in the right direction? What did I do here? What have I done? But if you're walking by faith, I can trust you. You're not going to fall. You're going to be okay. Are you trusting God? Are you trusting God in this season, no matter what it looks like, and saying, oh, oh, Lord, this is such an exercise of faith? How many of you right now, you're like, that's me. That is me. I'm telling you right now, that's me. It's me. I, I met with one of our apostolic elders this week, Pastor Jay Stewart, and he was telling me a little bit about his season in pastoring. And, you know, it, it, the church was like, it was, it was this size for a long time. And, and he was like, God, what, what have I done? And, 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 and I, you know, he's, he was a part of a mega church. We have very similar stories. It's all I've ever known before I planted Hope Covenant was a church of a thousand or more. The last church I worked at was 5,000 people. And, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've questioned, like, and the Lord said, like, hold on, does this moment matter to you? And are you despising a small beginning? I want to say this to some of you that have businesses that are small. Are you despising the small beginning or are you celebrating the moment that God is trying to lay a foundation that he could do something big? Because when you're faithful with the small moment, he could do much. Yeah. We want greater. That's a good thing. That's a good desire. But slow the striving down. Because striving is a conflict with faith. Some of you need to write that down. Striving is a conflict with faith. Because faith means you stop striving and you start trusting. And the Lord has rebuked me in the name of the Lord. It was out of love. But it said, stop striving. And seize the moment of right now. Some of you, that's your word today. You came just to hear that. Stop striving and seize the moment of now. If it's difficult, seize it. If it's easy, seize it. Because you will go through seasons. And that will change. But God knows what he's doing. And the, and the narrative that he wants is the narrative you'll get if you would submit. This is a good word. This is a good word. I want to. I want to just want to. Just want to say this one more time. God is a God of purpose. Nothing God does is by accident. Faith is seeing beyond our limitations. Is bigger than me. Faith initiates the supernatural power of God. Faith leads to purpose. I'll go a little bit more with this next week. Faith, when you stir it up, and I'm going to talk about this next week a little bit more, it's bigger than you. God wants to do something in you so that he can work and do a work through you. Meaning, 
It impacts others when you respond and you submit to the goodness of God and and faith. It stirs up the faith of other people and it becomes contagious. I want to become a contagious church that walks by faith and not by sight. Well, how did you do that? I walk by faith. I believe there's a story coming to us as a church, to you guys with businesses. Somebody's going to come up and ask you, how did you do this? And you're going to go, I just gave it to God. Well, can you give me, like, give me a couple points. Okay, uh, point number one, two, three, four, five, give it to God. Give it to God. Give it to God. Lay it down at the altar. I cast all my cares. I lay all my burdens down at your feet. Anytime I don't know what to do, I cast all my cares on you. Start making that a declaration, even if you're not doing that, until you start doing it. Because repetition, you keep doing that over and over and over again. Repetition leads to revelation. Listen, if you're broken, if you're in a position where you really need God to move on a situation. I mean this with everything in me this morning. Would you seize the moment and stand to your feet this morning? Stand to your feet this morning. If you're God, I I need to stir up my, I need you to move on my situation. Out of obedience, stand to your feet and just start lifting your voices and just start surrendering to God this morning. Just say, Lord, I surrender to you. Lord, I surrender to you. Some of you are sitting. You should be standing up right now and saying, Father, I submit to you. I submit to you. I lay this at your altar. Father, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Even if that's a a word that's a faith word for you, Father, I trust you. Lord, we want to walk by faith and not by sight. Lord, as a church, We want to be strong in you that we're immovable and unshakable. And the only way to do that is to surround ourselves and wrap ourselves with faith. Lord, do what only you could do. Say that out loud. Lord, do what only you could do. And I want you to say this, Father, I declare a breakthrough because of my breakout. Now, let me explain that to you. When you start to put legs to your faith and you start to trust the Lord, he's going to break out. He's going to, now there's not just a breakthrough, but you start to see his manifest goodness in your life. Lord, do what only you can do this morning. We declare that in Jesus name, every mountain moved, every obstacle moved. We submit to you in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, would you put your hands together and lift up a shout of praise? You could be seated real quick. I want to say this. When I was speaking this morning, I felt unbelief in this room. Like, I I don't know. I've heard all this stuff. I've heard, I've been there. I've, I've heard this time and time and time again. And I'm just, I'm exhausted. You're in the perfect place. You know, you could tell God all that. Be transparent with God. Lay it all out there. And let God know, Lord, here it is. I'm laying it down at your feet. I surrender. And Father, help my unbelief. And cry. give that to God. Give your unbelief to the Lord. Lord, I give you my unbelief. Some of you are discouraged. You're disappointed. You feel let down. I don't know what to do. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's not worried. He's never early, but he's never late. 
but he's never early. But he's never late. I know it's funny, but it's true. Some of you feel like God is late. He's not late. He's just not early. I declare breakthrough over every person that's seeking God for breakthrough. In Jesus' name, sow the seed, watch the goodness. Sow the seed, watch the goodness. Some of you need to give everything you've got and just give it to God. Lord, I, you know what? Just take it. Just do It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Watch for the breakthrough. Watch for the breakthrough. I declare breakthrough in Jesus' name. No more holdups. No more holdups. No more holdups. No more holdups. And I speak to unbelief and I say no more. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That was free. No charge. Yeah, I'm done. This is good. This is good. Guys, this week, I want to encourage you to spend time with Jesus, marinate in his presence. He's a God of possibilities. When you're looking at impossible, declare you're the God of possibilities. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys are dismissed. I love you guys. Let's fellowship. Let's have fun. It's going to be good. I want to encourage you, be here next week because I'm going to talk about some things that are going to blow your mind next week. They blew my mind. That's how I know. Scripture is amazing. Love you guys. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.